You're listening to Consciously Crude. Unapologetic truths the collective is ready for. Granting permission for the incognito spiritual badass to dive deeper into the magic of their universe. Come out of the spiritual closet. Awaken your courageous heart. Step deeper into your divine power. These are the quantum upgrades your matrix is ready for. Let's dive deep. Today on Consciously Crude, we are going down a rabbit hole. So if this is your first time listening, you'd best be a deep diver who is willing to play within the realm of the shadow. Because today, we're going to go into some deep, deep concepts about the energy of the underworld. We are here with spiritual master teacher, healer, and channeler, Satya Bharat, a powerful shaman of healing energy who is guided by the divine connection of light beings beyond the 3D realm. Satya's inner gifts were awakened as she could feel their intensity throughout her whole body with such grounded confidence that in a short period of time, this powerful sensation was confirmed to be innate deep inside her soul, connecting her to her previous lives as a shamanic healer. And in 2019, it was no surprise when two elders revealed to her that she had become a spiritual master teacher because she had always felt so free in this life. The game of life became so clear and obvious to her eyes as she surrendered herself to welcome many experiences that most would find fearful. In reality, it allowed her to observe the pure reality of the existence of lower vibrational influences. Now, depending on your interpretation, you may consider these to be dense frequencies, dark energies, shadow entities, or inner demons of the unconscious. This is the realm that Satya plays within as she integrates the profound wisdom about the reality of the role that the entities perfectly play behind the scenery of the beautiful game of life. It is in a pure essence of compassion and unconditional love that Satya shares these inner gifts with the profound desire of empowering people to be as free as she is, to observe just how beautiful the game of life truly is. Allow us to welcome our fellow truth seeker, Satya. Welcome, Satya. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. (laughs) Pleasure is a very appropriate word. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the reason that we are talking today with uh, Satya is that um, she is a very, very talented shamanic healer. And I'm very, very interested for our listeners to hear a little bit more about what it is that you do, Satya, and how you became involved in this line of work okay so i will not start maybe from the beginning because it will be too long (laughs) (laughs) but okay let's resume it um i was in a relationship with the father of my three kids for 16 years Mm. and when um i knew i felt i had to uh, separate Uh, it took me two years but i after two years i did it and it's like if the universe, my guide said, okay, now she's ready. So let's mm-hmm. kick her in the butt and <laughs> let's move her. So, uh, so yeah, I, that's what it felt like now. I, mm. I, I can see that. So right after that, everything unfolded very, very quickly where I was guided towards um, 
a friend who is a healer. He had uh, 20 years of uh, experience as a healer. And he taught me uh, a, a lot about uh, grounding. Even mm. though I knew, I knew the concept, I knew what it meant to bring the energy to the first and second chakras. Mm. Uh, I knew that um, I, I, it took me at least, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, two years to really feel it in my body. Mm. So yeah, it was a, a beautiful process, but everything led to another. Um, and it brought me to uh, be guided to experience Tantra full-time, uh, Tantric massage. Um, so I've been in that world for about a year full-time. And all of this was for me to uh, see what was happening behind the scenery. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and maybe, well, after, after doing Tantra massage um, full-time, I shifted to shamanic healing mm. and without knowing why it just happened. And then there was less, uh, my approach wasn't as much concentrated on the sexual energy. Mm. And so with the shamanic healing, I started to receive uh, experiences about low vibrational entities. Mm. Uh, so for one full year, I started, I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm going to, express it because for me it's beautiful so i'm okay. going to express it the way i express it all the time it, i i started to receive uh experiences related to demons and so that lasted about a year and the first very first experience i had with a, a client here uh the following two days i was receiving a lot of synchronicities because it was my first experience with demons and they wanted to make sure that i got i i I didn't feel crazy to believe in all of this. So I, there was a beautiful manifestation in, with the clouds in the sky uh, showing you can see me. I have a picture. It would be fun to probably share it. I don't know. But I have a picture. You can see my, my hair. You see my profile. And then I have my hand on a client. Mm. There's a lot of details in that, that picture. It's, it's amazing. You can even see the vortex when I pull up uh, negative energy from the body. Right. So you see the vortex, it's like the shape of a serpent. And then it reaches my hand, which touches the heart uh, chakra of the client. And the client is manifested in the clouds, just like me, uh, looking like a demon. And mm. so you can see the horns I've on top of it. the heads. Yeah, you mm, saw I've okay. seen it. It's, I remember you showed it to me and it's like, it's, yeah, you're looking into the clouds and you can see, so she has this picture in her, in her office and it's like, you can mm. see the picture that she's describing, it's really yeah, quite, it's yeah. quite magnificent. Mm. So it was all to say that, okay, no, you're not crazy, Satya. This is really <laughs> what you saw and this is what's happening. So it lasted a year. After a year, uh, I started receiving experiences. I, I was pulling something out between the leg of the client. I could see little heads and it wasn't a demon. I said, no, there's like a couple of heads. What is this? And then later on, I found out that, okay, there's also reptilians. <laughs> So all of this to say that I needed to experience this. This was part of my mission and another, um, well, it was an important part. It is an important part of my mission. Uh, even my um, astral chart, all my lines are in Scorpio, which means that I was really here to understand what's happening in the underworld. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this was that. And then after those experiences, learning about demons and reptilians, their role in the game of life. 
uh, I was guided to go to a tantric retreat for seven days. And that too was so, so clear <laughs> that I really, really needed to go. And there I, and I was, when I went, I was asking myself, okay, but why? Like I, I felt free in this life. I felt free. I, I, I knew, I felt I wasn't going there for the teachings because people who go there, you know, there's some exercises where you beat up on a pillow, you let go all your anger, your, you know, your emotions in a room of uh, filled with people. And, and yeah, so all of this, so I knew I wasn't going there for the teachings. Yes, of course, there's always things that comes to us as a teaching, but it's not the teaching in particular. And then I found out, yeah, it was clearly for me to see what was happening behind the scenery of the tantric world. And um, what's important to know about that is, first of all, to observe for yourselves, because I'm not going to tell people that this is it, this is this, no. I, will, I want to interrupt you there if I can. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, let's pause because I think you've given the listeners a lot of information and people are probably yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> but I have questions and I, and I, and I feel like I, I need them answered before we move on. If that's okay mm -hmm. with you. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you. Satya. Um, so one of the things that's speaking to me a lot, um, because it resonates with my own journey. And also I feel like I have a lot of clients that come to me with these sorts of questions is, you know, how do you know what your gifts are? How do you know what your path is? How do you know what energies you work with? And one of the things that you have been talking about a lot and that I see in me is that you allow for the guidance mm -hmm. and you allow for life to reveal itself to you and you answer it as it does. Uh, so could you tell us about your experience a little bit about trusting that guidance and if it's been easy for you to step into it or if it's been challenging? It's been easy because I wasn't seeking for anything. I wasn't looking for anything. I, I knew nothing about this before I, everything opened up for me. Okay. Um, I never thought I would, I would work and know about these entities, this, all this underworld. I never, never thought. Okay. okay. Uh, and I didn't even have a, um, a clue when I was young either because some people see things when they're young, but no, mm -hmm. never. So I okay. guess I wasn't meant to be maybe afraid of it. If I was younger, I would have been afraid probably, mm. but no, I was never seeking. I was just welcoming the flow. And one of the biggest thing I was posting a lot on Facebook was always, I surrender. I okay. surrender myself up. I surrender every blog I was posting. It was always ending with, I surrender. And what do you think has allowed you to surrender? I don't know. I think it's just, I don't know. It came easily. When I was young, I remember walking in a hallway, just saying to myself, uh, I'm gonna, it, it was in French, but I'm going to let myself flow with the wind. I don't know. It just came. And I forgot about it until I started to awaken spiritually. I said, oh my God, I said that. I kind of knew already. <laughs> mm. So it wasn't, was it, it, it wasn't the demons that were coming to you in childhood. It was your ability to surrender at that point, the practice, yeah. the foundation. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a strong, a very, very strong divine masculine, if I will. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. I can totally, I, I, I remember, um, in work with, with Satya, like, no, like feeling the presence of that divine masculine energy, that very mm. 
-hmm. that deep, deep, deep safety. And mm -hmm. that, um, I think when we think of spirituality, we tend to think of like angels and guides and everything is, you know, love and light. <laughs> and there's a whole side to it that is unseen mm -hmm. and that there's an, there is the aspect of underworld. So, mm -hmm. um, for the listener who's listening and they're like, I don't relate to this at all. I don't understand. It's like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to resonate for everyone, <laughs> mm -hmm. but that there are many people. Um, I think even especially, uh, in society who, when they speak to these things, often they are, I mean, I think I see a lot of this in, in the people that are institutionalized. They, they're, they're made to be crazy um, mm. for sharing what they see or what they experience. And it seems like there's this common thread that it doesn't seem to be just the label of crazy. It seems like there's something that is um, really needing to be shone a light on. Mm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay, so I interrupted you. I asked my question. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's brought me up to speed. So you've gotten mm -hmm. into this now tantric world, and mm -hmm. all, right away from the from the get go, you're seeing it from the underworld, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what does that what does that look like? Um, it's it's just about knowing their role, the role that they play behind the beautiful game of life. It's 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 amazing when we see it. Okay. Because by opening up to, to this reality, it helps us to free ourselves mm -hmm. to not, because in the end, they are helping us evolve if we observe it. But if we don't observe it, they can for sure pull us down, drag mm -hmm. us down. Mm -hmm. So it, it's beautiful. And every time I talk about this in sessions, I'm, I talk about it and I, I feel nothing but love about this part of the game. It's, it's beautiful. It's perfect. And I even have a, a, a very strong feeling, like probably, I don't know, maybe 98% sure that uh, for myself, that those, those entities in the end, when you know exactly what they do and you don't respond to them anymore, it's like if it just all becomes one. <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like if, um, I don't know if you, you guys know about the 13 astrological sign that was newly revealed a couple of years ago. Was Ophio it Ophiochus? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it was kept hidden. From what I heard, it was kept hidden because that constellation um, holds the truth and the enlightenment, enlightenment for humanity. And so that it's a healer. It's shown as a man, a healer, who holds the serpent in his hands. Mm. And my feeling, I don't know, I feel so much that this, like, well, they, they almost not become one, but I don't know how else to say, but they become kind of friends because they know, they know what it is. So there's nothing that the serpent or their entities can do anymore because it's, it was all part of the game from the, from the beginning. But that's, that may not be the reality, the, the, but it sure helps to believe that. It sure helps because it brings us to be at peace, to under, uh, observe the game. And just one more thing, just to how I came to that conclusion, just one little clue that came to me was when I felt I, I was working my, in my papers, like with my head, you know, because they say you work with your heads two hours a day and then the rest of the time you just rest, you ground, you, you tune in. So I, I would work on, and, and sometimes I'm a bit stubborn, so I would just keep on going, even though I 
feel I have to go ground. Mm. As a shamanic healer who does that full day, full time, I, I felt I needed to ground, but I, I was just hard-headed. I kept going. And then that's, um, um, how can I say this? This is a normal thing that happens here and there is that my fridge stops and then it makes some sounds like tock, 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 tock. So I know it's an entity coming in because they do come into uh, electrical sources. Mm. And so at the beginning, when, the, these, when they were appearing, appearing like that, I was getting a bit discouraged because, oh, okay, I have to go ground. And then I had to go ground because I could feel them um, attaching themselves to me. But after a while, after learning to tune into my heart when it comes to them and all this stuff, it's, it helped so much because it allowed me to just welcome that moment and know that, oh my God, he's making a sound when I knew I was supposed to go ground, but I wasn't going. So he's there making a sound to tell me, hey, Satya, you're not listening to your intuition. You should go and ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I go and I'm like, thank you. And I'm not, now I'm, I'm like happy. <laughs> I'm yeah. happy when I hear it. I know they, it's, yeah, it's getting too clear for me now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really feel like they are really working well behind the scenes. So can you give our listeners an example of like a case study or something where you've worked with a specific energy? Do you, are you a case study, Amanda? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, if, if Satya is open to it, then for sure. I feel I'm like, I'm comfortable talking about this. Like, I mean, it's, it's something that I actually had a recent session with Satya and afterwards came to an awareness that, um, there was this feeling or sensing that I was like, how many, I think it was actually even in, in, uh, talking with you jazz about the psychic gifts and Mm -hmm. how we can tend to karmically attach ourselves to other people by interfering with their karma. And it was around that same time that I was going to see Satya and I, I got home and I think I thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to forgive myself for any time that I've ever interfered with someone else's karma. And when I say that, I mean like any time that I've I've, in my own mind thought, I know better than that person. Mm -hmm. I can heal that person without their consent. They haven't asked me, but in my mind, I'm going to like, you know, do whatever. Um, And I forgive myself forever in past lives or in any circumstance interfering with someone else's psychic fields. Like that's just not, that's not my, um, that's not my space. And so in, in revoking that, in, in, in forgiving myself, I also revoked consent. I said to anyone who has ever interfered with my auric field, my psych, my psychic gifts, like I revoke consent. I don't consent. Mm. I'm not interested. Send it back with love. And that night had a really, I've sent you a message about it, Jazz. I had a really interesting experience Mm. where it was like I was there was something that that left my body. It was trying to enter, and I said no, and it left. And it was not. It was not like imagined. It was. It was a very. Um, it was a real experience, and I like saged the shit out of my house after that experience. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It's. Uh, it, it's once you once you revoke that consent, you you realize that there's there's energy that's attempting to enter, and that how often are we consenting without knowing when we open our phone, when we watch a show, when we are with these electronic devices, like it's become more and more clear to me that I need to 
sage my portal. <laughs> it's a portal. It's bringing in all of this energy. So to be intentional with the energy that you seek to look at and invest in, um, because it's, mm. it comes through. So yeah, that was, that's a little afterthought to the experience I had, but, uh, <laughs> perhaps Satya, like if you're open to sharing some stuff that we've, we've done together, I'm totally open to that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, you would like to know uh, something cause I have many, <laughs> um, well, more related to Tantra, you want to know about it doesn't have to be related to Tantra. Just, I'm curious about what does it look like? What does a session with you look like and, and what comes up in a session? And if there's a specific experience that you could okay. share with us and Amanda seems to be willingly <laughs> offering her experience. <laughs> yeah. So that could but be. I'll, I'll see what comes up. I'll just explain um, uh, how it unfolds. I always talk a, a bit about at the beginning, depending if it's a first session, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. I have no limit into the time I offer. I've always done that. So it's always been like that so far. I'm, and there again, I'm just following the flow. If everybody say, okay, now you have to limit to a certain time, I will. But so far, I'm just going with the flow. Sometimes it can last five hours. But usually I always say two hours. And, but it's rare that it's two hours. Really, really rare. Usually it's about two hours and a half. So the session unfolds when I ask, I start asking the person, uh, what are the challenges that are brought to him lately? What is triggering him lately? So I know what he's working with, what emotion comes up often. So we start with that and then I explain, well, I share a lot there too, but I explain the unfoldment of the session, which is to let go as best as they can. But the role of the entities is to stop that from happening. It's to stop the person, it's to try to interfere, I should say. Uh, into uh, the, the, the for the person to surrender to completely let go so and my 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 sessions are like i evolved like every like every one of us right all light workers we all evolve like month after month and especially lately since last year it's just going mm. so fast mm-hmm. so it changes a lot <laughs> and yeah. in these past sessions just lately I guide people a lot to let go during the session. Be the observer of all thoughts that comes into your mind during the session. Because in that moment, they are pretty much just distractions. So it's just to always bring the person back to completely surrendering and letting go all muscle tension, especially on the top area of the body. Because when we start relaxing the eyes, the forehead, head and the neck and the shoulders the energy can go down we allow the energy to go down to grounding so it's really really important and that's the purpose of the session is to bring the energy down between the ovaries and the perineum it's like a triangle Mm. Uh, even men have energetic ovaries Mm -hmm. so it's just to say yeah it's really in that area this is our power and when the energy is there, it's really far from the head. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we are in our power. And the entities, when the energy goes down, the ener- entities, they lose their power because their role is, I like to say like that, but maybe it seems drastic, dramatic, but they, they grip on to the heart chakra or between the shoulder blades. We may feel it there. And they keep the energy up into the head. And, and, uh, yeah. And if we were to get emotional or in our, in our everyday life, I'm talking about they, and if we stay stuck into an emotion, 
they, uh, I always say they, they're having a little party inside because now they're happy. They can feed from our beautiful light, our beautiful energy mm. when we're stuck in an emotion. So that's, that's what they do. And if we can observe it, well, when we know that, okay, if I stay angry at this, I'm just feeding an entity. So I don't want to stay there. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to empower them. I want to empower myself. Mm-hmm. So it helps in that way too. So during the session, we bring the energy down to grounding to the first and second chakras. And so the entity loses its power and it will try to, to interfere. So there will be sounds all around showing us that either an entity came out. So even anybody that meditates at home, when we meditate, we start relaxing, we start grounding. And so the entities don't like that. So people who meditate, especially since last year, people who meditate, they may start feeling pain in their body. It could be shoulder pain, especially if the person works with the throat chakra mm. expression. So it can be a shoulder pain, a sharp pain, or a neck pain. It can be anything. It can be just a thing, um, be feeling ticklish, like uh, mm-hmm. itchy, itchy, mm-hmm. so you want to scratch. So any, any, any distractions that happens all around you, even with your phone or anything, people screaming outside, anything that happens at the moment, you are relaxing. Remember that it is a good sign. So keep doing what you're doing because you are, you're doing a great job. You're grounding your energy, you're reclaiming your power. So any distractions around, any distractions in your body is what the entities do. And if you want to see above, it's like it's the universe working with the entities because they want us to know this. This is why we hear these things all around. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because Amanda and I talk a lot about why the fuck aren't you meditating? <laughs> and part of the biggest reason that people say is that they get distracted, right? And they don't recognize that that's part of the practice. That is yes. the juiciness of the practice, yes. right? To be able yes. to have those moments and to surrender into them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. I, mm-hmm. that. I, uh, I think about how when I think of like this reptilian essence or like, it's like, we think of the Kundalini energy is the serpent. It's like this, this snake energy that snakes up the spine of the chakras and allows us to enlighten. So it's like kind of, I find it a funny paradox that we think of like this reptilian energy or this, like, mm. you know, I almost think of literally like our reptilian brain, like our fight, flight, freeze. It just wants to keep us alive. Mm. And it doesn't, it's like the, the consciousness of that energy doesn't understand what the higher mind may understand. Mm. So it's like in B it's interesting. You're talking about this, this 13th astrological sign. It's like becoming friends with our very human nature, Mm. which is to just keep us alive. Even if it's not the most productive or the most positive way, it's just trying to keep us alive. Mm. And this, you know, energy entities, however you want to define it, it's like, it's this dense energy. It's this heavy heavy energy that I think even like the physical realm, the physical energy is very dense compared to a metaphysical, like light hearted energy. So it's like how to move through those physical, like the underworld, literally (laughs) it's Mm. like under the world. Like it's like under (laughs) at the depths of, of our, um, our consciousness. It's like this very deep unconscious stuff that we're working with the shadow and, uh, how powerful it is to, give it the space to actually communicate with us what we need to know so that we can help it move. Exactly. 
I think it's interesting that it's, it's, it's just something that's coming up for me here, that it is so like, deep and dark, yet so subtle, but yet not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So, and then what? <laughs> and then what? <laughs> In the sessions? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and it all depends on the person's path. Where is, is that? I don't control anything. I, we ground and then from there things happen. So mm-hmm. it can be many, many different things. There, there may be like once like um, there was, uh, well, sometimes the electricity goes off for 10 seconds. It comes back. Because like I say, they play with electrical sources. And uh, I have a water fountain, the light burnt. It was just smoking. But nothing um, drastic can happen. Like, it, it, it may seem drastic, but it's not that, that uh, it could be worse, right? And why nothing more happens? Because probably because I'm completely at peace with them. I, I just mm. feel love. You know, when I, I pull and I feel one coming out of the body and just guide it up, it's, uh, I feel just nothing but a bubble of love, like vibrating in my body. It's, uh, but mm. of course, it's, uh, it's our free will to reclaim our power in our body as, our, as ours. Yeah. So of course, they, they, I, I don't allow them, you know, there's love, but it's not allowing them to be in our energy field and body. Yeah, but yes, the choice. So, yeah, yeah. So, but their, their free will, they have free wills too, but not to come into our energy field when we, we say it. Uh, yeah. So yeah. this is yeah. a very, it's, I mean, this, this podcast episode is a very, very high level. So it's like mm. the, the, the person who's never heard of consciously crude before is like <laughs> it's happening, but the person who is following along, um, just so that we're like, just to, uh, come back to kind of the start here, like as a shamanic healer, like my understanding of the word shaman is that you are the bridge between the two worlds between the physical and metaphysical. Is that, is that how you would also describe it? Or how would you describe shamanism? Mm, I have never really described it in that. Well, a lot of people do describe it that way and it's perfect, but I, I don't know. I never um, really put a lot of thought into it. And, and even shamanic, uh, being a shaman, um, it just came very clearly. Just my, like my name, Satya, it just came to me. Uh, and I saw a, a medium mm-hmm. afterwards and she says, you know, and I had just found Satya. And she said, your name has an A in it. I said, yeah, Nancy has a name, a, a in it. And she says, no, no, it's another name. It's not Nancy. I said, okay, Satya. And then she says, yeah, that, that follows you from past lives. So I said, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, everything is just really well synchronized. Yeah, so connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so connected, yeah that trust in the unconscious intelligence of it all. Right. I think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. one thing that, uh, a lot of us lack and a lot of the conditioning and the programming sort of quiets down is that divine trust in that unconscious mm-hmm. intelligence, because it's always working for us and it's not up yeah. to us to know how, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it can yeah. feel very irrational too, because it's not, it's not logical. It's, it's got its own divine mm-hmm. gnosis and timing and everything. So it's like, we can, what I find most interesting is that despite um, what's logical, you know, quote unquote, what's logical, 
we can still see themes across the world, across civilizations and across all kinds of different backgrounds where people have similar experiences and stories when it comes to like these otherworldly experiences that cannot be logically explained mm. to the human, to the human experience. So I think that it's really interesting to imagine a, a world um, that we're in right now, awakening to these new ideas that we're, that like, we're maybe not the only ones hanging out here mm. right now, that <laughs> 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 there's a, a whole lot going on behind the scenes and that, uh, Satya, as you said, like not everyone has the same spiritual path or spiritual gifts. So someone who's working with really dark shadow energy, like I know shadow workers who are like, you know, they're, they're imagining that they're holding like, um, you know, they're, they're channeling Archangel Michael and they're just absolutely slicing through like, you know, with their, with their yeah, angelic sword, like all these demons. And like, but I'm hearing with you, you're like, you're like, I love you. Like you're cradling <laughs> it with love and you're, it's, there's whole, there's all these different ways to work with this energy. And I think we all have unique patterns in which we uh, interact with this world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people who are guided our ways, it's, if we don't control anything, it's just always perfect. So we, everyone attracts who we can help in our yeah. own ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's an important point to touch mm -hmm. on as well is that there's a lot of light workers who are being called into their work more and more. And um, I've seen hesitation in, you know, well, there's not enough people out there. There's so many healers out there or, you know, even like, well, why me sort of thing mentality. Mm -hmm. um, so it's about doing your, yourself that honor and stepping into what is just for you. Mm -hmm. simply, simply that, right? And there's a lot of challenges that arise around doing that and um it's it's unfortunate hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just thinking the beauty of just right now holding this space for this message and that you know will everyone resonate with it maybe not but will the right people need to hear this and need it to come through um i think it's it's everybody you know, you're, you're perfectly aligned with exactly what's meant for you. So it's going to, mm -hmm. it's going to align with who's meant for it. And as a light worker, like not every light worker has to heal the whole planet. Like <laughs> yeah. we, all, we all have our unique purpose. We all have our unique path and, um, everyone, everyone is needed because many hands make light work. Mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And when we are aligned with what we're supposed to do, when we are aligned with, you know, the, the, the light, it just happens. The abundance comes. It, it, mm -hmm. come, it comes from everywhere. So mm -hmm. sure. we don't have to seek. When, when things are not abundant, when things are not flowing well, we just have to look inside. Like there's something yeah. we're not seeing. And that's another important message I like to share. Um, it's when we don't listen to synchronicities or, or what we feel intuitively, well, our body will tell us. Like everyone knows mm -hmm. that already, but it, it's just more it's more present now mm -hmm. since last year. Like we, and if it happens, if we, we fall somewhere, we hurt ourselves, an accident or anything, the body shows you because everything appears faster now on our bodies. So it can be skin problem or, or just, let's just say an accident. If we fall, don't pay attention to the pain. As soon as something happens to your body, look up talk to them right away say okay what did i not understand 
Can you give me clear guidance now? I want to know what I'm not, I'm not seeing or what mm. I'm not understanding. And so you will know right away because I will, I will just say this little experience I had. I was in a festival, a spiritual festival. I was going to my favorite event. It was a bingo kirtan, <laughs> singing mantras. <laughs> so so awesome. we, were, yeah, we, were going, we were going there, my friend, a friend Pierre, and my daughter, one of my daughters was with me. And as we are heading there, that was the Friday, the first day of the, the weekend. As we were heading there, uh, I, I walk and then there's this big, big wood that falls on my head but it hit me so so hard that my friend right away turns around and puts his hand on my head my daughter almost starts crying because she says oh my god mommy's gonna have a commotion so when i when that happened i said okay this is not happening for nothing because if it would have just fell and just you know on my side i wouldn't have stopped so now it, it really hit me hard for me to stop mm -hmm, and literally. so yeah <laughs> And so right after that, I was feeling, okay, I'm not supposed to go there. I need to integrate because I had just had a full week of sessions. I was still in a, in a, in a, a state of needing to integrate in silence and just ground my body and clear my energies anyways. So I knew. And then, okay, I got the message. My, my friend and my daughter went to the festival. I went into my tent. I went to rest. And as I'm closing my phone, it's, it's my uh, life path number that shows it's 30 slash three. So I was, uh, it was really bleaker. Anyway, so when I woke up, I touched my head and I said, there was nothing. There was no bruise, nothing. I couldn't feel anything. So, mm. and, and it, that's one of the experiences I, I had received. I, there's another one related to my body that's changing because I'm approaching 50. I'm going to be 48 in December. And my body's changing. I'm, I'm spending a lot of time just lately. It won't last always like that, but I'm spending a lot of time grounding my energy and clearing my energy. So I'm often laying down and uh, my body's changing. My muscles are getting um, so softer, if that's the way you say it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And so um, it was the first time I was wearing a bikini this year with this new body that I had to, you know, adapt to because it's really, really changing. And uh, I wasn't comfortable coming out of a lake with my bikini the first time I wore it. And I just wanted a blanket. But of course, it was all planned that we only had one blanket and my daughter had it because mm -hmm. <laughs> we were hiking somewhere anyways. But there were people. So I was kind of a bit uh, uncomfortable. So when I came back home, the next morning, I woke up with two big, thick rashes on each side of my buttocks, exactly where my body uh, made me feel uncomfortable, if I can say. Wow. So exactly in the area where I was feeling uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So, and I knew, and I didn't pay attention. Of course, it was itchy because it was like, it was, anyways, I have pictures. It's <laughs> unbelievable that it went away in two days. <laughs> but all of this to say, they were showing me like, hey, Satya, do you like your body now? <laughs> mm. So learn to love your body as it is. And, and this mm. is part of the healing, right? So there's totally. always deeper and deeper layers to love ourselves. So Oh, yeah, for sure. It's for amazing. Sure. So all of this to say that whatever happens to our body, don't pay attention to the pain. Try to right away focus on the message that it is trying to be sent to us. Right. Absolutely. So it's important. Yeah.
Yeah. And ask for clear, clear guidance, synchronicities. It comes in many ways, many different ways for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Shall we finish with our four questions? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. All right. Go ahead, Amanda. Beautiful. Satya, when do you feel most powerful? Wow. <laughs> First thing. Powerful. Wow. Oh, that's a good question. Mm. When do I feel more? Well, just knowing about what's playing behind the beautiful game of life is just really, really empowering. Mm-hmm. So being powerful is when the energy flows well through the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even when if it doesn't, it's part of the game and it's part of things that we need to heal and bring to peace inside ourselves. So, yeah. What's the one thing in the modern world that's got to go? One thing? (laughs) (laughs) Detachments. That's the one that came first. I don't know. Detachment, but there's a lot. (laughs) Detachment, just going with the flow. Okay, Mm. no, a better one. Letting go the control of our minds, trying to seek for something, controlling our lives. It's our guides that are in charge, not us. So anytime Mm -hmm. we feel stress and we want to, we wanted this or that, or we have an an intention for our future. You can have it, but leave it all up to them to decide if it is meant to be for your highest good. So we have to completely let go. Yeah. Love it. That's a good one. And it's not always <laughs> easy, but it's, it's definitely, yeah. we resonate with that one for sure. Yeah. What's the one thing this world needs more of? Simplicity mm. and gentleness with ourselves. Because mm-hmm. it's all about ourselves, our own selves. <laughs> mm. It's the more we take care of ourselves, being gentle, respecting what we feel, the more everyone around benefits from it absolutely so of course love of course (laughs) but yeah last question is what is the best piece of advice you've ever received grounding learning (laughs) to ground the energy to the first and second chakra that's key yeah it, it was needed i i wasn't guided towards that person for nothing it was really 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 important for me in my on my path for sure and i truly believe it is important for all humanity yeah yeah it's our power yeah yeah beautiful and is there anything you'd like our listeners to know any final thoughts any final words Mm. um Allow yourself to observe, be the observers of the game because the game is so, so, so beautiful, the game of life. Mm. So just observe, observe, observe. Don't get caught up into the game. Yeah. So try to observe. The, 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 yeah, easy to say, but yeah. Mm. I love yeah. That. And I'll always discern like the voice we hear in our heads. They may most probably be something that is not even from us. It could be those little ones playing behind. Mm-hmm. So when you want to know, okay, what is, what is really from me and what is not, uh, you may just try to see, okay, if it's not peaceful, if it's not loving, like with no conditions, it's probably not from us. It's, it's mm-hmm. most probably not from us. 
But if you, you don't know, even with that, you don't even know if it's from you, ask for, for clarity, ask for synchronicities mm. to come to you, to show you, to prove you like, okay, this is what I needed to hear. This is what I need to know. Mm. And so, then, yeah, because we can always, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, listen to those synchronicities, yes. Because those, those voices, yeah, they may, may be uh, little ones playing behind. Yeah. Mm. With our minds. Thank you so much, Satya. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for tuning into the show this week. We are so grateful for another opportunity to dive deep with you. If you want to connect with us even further, head to our website, www.consciouslycrude.com. There you will find how to get in touch with both of us, upcoming events and workshops, and links to our social media platforms. Always welcome your input, so feel free to comment your questions, make guest suggestions, and let us know what you learned. And it is so, so, so appreciated that you please rate, comment, and share so we can grow this conscious collective platform. With gratitude, Amanda and Jazz.